Hello and welcome to the Chatterkey podcast, where you know it's our review mm-hmm. segment that we do every now and again. Uh, it was going to do a movie, but it's me, so I changed my mind last minute, as always. Uh, but instead, we're going to actually review mm-hmm. two trailers, two, not one, two trailers. So we're going to split there. We're going to do one for so long, pause, and do the next one. But obviously, yeah. we'll announce when the pause is, so you'll know. Oh, they're about to pause now, and then blah blah blah, back on. Mm-hmm. So obviously. As always, I am the dragon Thomas Hughes, so I'm the Dragon Prince, and I'm, I'm, I'm not. Too, I'm literally about to review that with Alex. So I'm, my mind was saying, "Say Prince." No, Tom, don't say Prince. It's King. Yes, uh, I have a Hayden, aka Lickler from Fatalera Studios. Hi. Replacing Mr. Zenith, but of many names. I killed him. He has way too many names. Mm. Like way too many, because he can't be asked to actually change his name physically. So he's just got so many fucking names that I get confused sometimes. And even he gets confused sometimes, so it's it's nice not actually having to try and remember all the fucking names he goes into. But anyway, so obviously, first trailer we looked at is someone that dropped about, about a week ago, was it? Mm. Yeah, because it, it was just before me and Connor recorded the last podcast, if I remember correctly. Mm. Literally right before we recorded. Or the one before? I can't remember. It, it, it's nine, nine days ago, according to this. So... Not the last podcast, the podcast before, I think it was, with me and Connor. It dropped right before it fucking <clears> Eve joined <throat> me, and I was just, like, screaming like a fan, fangirl. And, um, yeah, so we're going to, obviously, talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus limited mm-hmm. series. That's going to come out at the end of March. May. End of May. Sorry, it's March now. End of May. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm not with it. I'm not with it. Mm-hmm. You're not. But, whoo, this trailer. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's what... Minute forty-seven, according to that. Mm. So, it it I'm I'm just I just don't have any words really. It's mm. just that good of a fucking trailer. I mean, it, st- it starts you off giving you a bit of Obi Wan, obviously yeah. narrating and whatnot. You're like, okay, okay, I'm I'm starting to go. Now. I'm starting to go. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Duel of Fates hits, and it's fucking. Oh, it's the perfect like edition. Like any for the nerds who watched the prequels, and. Uh, that the only good thing about it was Obi-Wan Kenobi, the entire character of his character. And that song, it just, it's, that whole scene's fucking great. And the fact that they actually acknowledged it and used it in the trailer. They literally only threw that in just to get the hype up even more. Oh yeah. Because I mean, it could be used any fucking music, like any Star Wars music. Mm. And they, they clearly use that since it's the most popular. But it also just does signify the fact that John Williams is mm-hmm. doing the fucking score for this series. And that is just like an added bonus because Williams always does great Star Wars scores. Mm-hmm. Even if the Star Wars movie sucks, his score is always the best Definitely. thing about it. And Duel of Fates, that whole sequence in Phantom Menace, is probably one of the best things. Which, mm. obviously, this also teases at the end a bit of obviously Darth Vader with a... He's obviously mm-hmm. voice, but obviously I was reading recently that apparently that the rumors that wasn't originally meant to be Darth Vader in it. Mm. Darth Maul was apparently originally meant to be the villain, but they cut it in favor of Darth Vader, which kind of makes me go, okay, is that why Duel of Fates is in this trailer because they were going to go with Darth Vader, again? but then obviously they fucking went, obviously sorry, they went Darth Maul, but they went, went Darth Vader in the end, mm. which to be fair does bring a bit more stakes because. Obviously, the rivalry between these two, and it is going to be interesting to see them fight again. Yeah. So, for obviously pre Luke being born, mm-hmm. they fought when Luke's a bit grown up. Mm. So, it's going to be interesting to see them fight within the middle of obviously yeah. this time gap. We know they're not going to die, 
but it's more of which one's going to... It'd be interesting. To, I'm assuming it's, it's got to be a draw, hasn't it? Because if you think mm-hmm. about it, the first five, Obi-Wan, yeah. get the high ground, zoom, dead. Uh, bye-bye, Anakin. Hello, Darth Vader. Second fight, which is obviously is technically the first fight you used to get to ever see if you watch the pre- mm-hmm. the original ones first. Uh, obviously, Vader wins. <laughs> bye-bye, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Also, Ben Kenobi in those yeah. ones. Um, so it's got to be a draw, hasn't it? Because cause if, you, if you're building up, obviously, when you're watching, obviously, the whole... Saga. Mm-hmm. If you watch the obviously Phantom Menace, you go, okay, Obi-Wan's won. Not so Phantom Menace, like uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Obi-Wan's 1 0 up. Then you'll want to watch this and be like, oh, it's a tie. Mm. And then you'll watch the last one, and obviously Darth Vader picks up the win. Or, technically speaking, Obi-Wan could sort of win. And it could be like, yeah. well, Darth Vader kind of sucks. <laughs> Next time the safe. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. no, Darth Vader's good. It makes Darth Vader look like. Obi-Wan was. The only reason why Darth Vader won is because. Everyone's now older and lets himself die just so Luke can get Luke out of there. Can get out and and see and get the fuel from the anger mm-hmm. to fight back next Helps time. Helps him sees. become a Jedi, even yeah. though the whole point of being a Jedi is no emotions, yeah. no anger. So I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna, gonna make, make him, him angry. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot within this trailer. I mean, <clears throat> you see the Grand Inquisitor for the first ever time in live mm-hmm. action, which is a character that's in Star Wars Rebels, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously this time he's played by a. Uh, Oh, what's the fuck? The guy played Hitman Agent 47 in the second film. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the guy's fucking now. Top of my noggin. Uh, it's been in quite a few stuff, to be fair. Uh, is it some, some friend? Rupert Friend, I think his name is. Mm. It's been in quite a few things. But mm. it's cool seeing that character come from animation to live action. Because obviously, yeah. that's something that Disney have been doing a lot with mm-hmm. most recent things. Obviously, Ahsoka. She got dragged from, obviously, animation to live action. Um, yeah. Bo-Katana, mm. drag from animation to live action. And obviously they're doing it with multiple other characters going forward. So it's really cool to see them actually bring a villain, mm-hmm. obviously a Sith villain, into it. And it also kind of gives me a lot of vibes to mm-hmm. the game, Jedi Fallen Order, because obviously you have the uh, Jedi Hunters, uh, obviously the ones who are after Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And that kind of reminds me of the game, since that's the whole premise of that, is Jedi Hunters hunting. They're hunting. Um, fuck, I can't remember the guy's <laughs> name in that either. It's been, it's been a while since played fucking useless. I think it's like 2019 that game came out um, mm. is it Cal? I think it might be Cal mm. not Cal either you sure? Superman is it it's, it's Superman Superman's a Jedi but yeah uh, it's cool seeing that and obviously I said to you this is like a part of the trailer where there's a character in the alleyway with uh, obviously one of the hunters mm-hmm. and it reveals a gun and the gun just reminds me of Han Solo's blaster mm-hmm. and I'm just like is this the young Han Solo again? Or is this a bit too early? Because mm. I don't know the time difference between this and Solo, a Star Wars story. Because if the time difference isn't too much, then Could there's a good chance be. it is Solo. But if the time is a bit mm-hmm. much, then it's going to be someone else just yeah. using a Solo-type gun. And the only one I could say that mm-hmm. I could think of would be Woody Harrelson's character who trained him. Mm. The, the only one. Because obviously he's another one who just does the western sort of thing mm. so that's the only one i can think of but it's gonna be interesting to see who some of these <clears throat> characters are popping up because it is pretty cool as well that they brought back obviously the one who played the aunt and uncle in mm. you know revenge of the sith yeah obviously uh no name's gone again from my head um <laughs> he's been in quite a few things over the years but it's cool to see them actually go okay so we could have easily just recast because mm-hmm. it's you know many films many tv shows have done that 
they'll just recast someone later on. But it's good that they actually brought him back into the universe and using the same one. Because as you say, you look at him, you go, oh, shit, I remember him from the, obviously the, the last of the Obi-Wan entry. Mm. So it's cool to see them actually use him since he's going to be a big mm. part of the show since, you know, he's Luke's guardian. Mm. And, you know, we all know what happens to Luke's guardian in the end. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe we shouldn't get involved with Jedi. You seem to dive away. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the trailer just has everything you'd want from a trailer to build you up to a f- character that you haven't seen since, mm. what, 2005? Yeah. Is it, is it that long? It feels about oh. 2005. Mm. I'm pretty certain I was... pretty sure I was still in primary school <laughs> when that I came out, wasn't yeah. it? I watched them in order of, like... The prequel was Denver's then the originals. the originals. So it definitely when I was young. Yeah, I feel like mm. it was about two thousand five. If I'm wrong, correct me, but I'm pretty certain it was two thousand five. Mm. This feels that fucking long ago, but but the fact that, that this is like a way of just hyping up a character that's been gone for so long that mm-hmm. everyone wants back. Because obviously the only time you've had mm-hmm. this character back is in animation, not yeah. voiced by Hugh McGregor. So to have him back <laughs> for the first time in all these years, it just, it's enough hype, mm-hmm. the trailer is. It does enough to draw you in. I mean, the, as soon as the music hits the start, you know, yeah, I'm in. So you're like, that's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. That's when you want to like, you re- it, just, it feels like nothing's, there's no space between. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's just after the third film. Yeah, because I mean, it's going to be wise. You look at what, maybe five, six years? Yeah, because obviously you see Luke as a kid. Yeah, he was actually recast, apparently. Mm. I read online that uh, they had someone originally play him, but they didn't shoot anything with him, mm-hmm. and they just recast him. Apparently they, they changed some story elements, and there's obviously mm. just went, yeah, no, we don't need you anymore. New kid, come in. <laughs> I liked how the like child Luke was mimicking pod racing. Anakin, yeah. Mm, that's a little connection. That's quite good. That's Yeah, it's definitely a good little shout to it. Mm. But I, I like the, the little shot with the lightsaber as well, the spinning lightsaber. Yeah. Obviously, that was... I, I like a good lightsaber that's a bit different to mm. like your basic bitch lightsaber. Mm. And I do love the one that's spin round because it's like, the fuck am I supposed it's to like, hit this? <laughs> as shit as the sequels are, Kylo Ren's lightsaber is pretty cool. Yeah, his night, like, his night fucking yeah, style lightsaber. It's fuck, is cool. Yeah, it's fuck, it is, yeah. Mm. I agree. I mean, the, the character's not the best. Yeah, the character's not the best, but the design, the design is and his lightsaber is mm-hmm. good. But I'm definitely looking forward to this definitely. show. It's going to be quite good. And I, wonder, I want to see, like, if he still has his lightsaber or not. Like, I want to see him, like, use it, like... Oh, uh, fight someone with it. Yeah. I mean, they've got, they've got to have him. They've got I mean, to have some, like... They've got to have, I think have, have From what ones. I've read, he's, fight, he's going to fight Vader at some point. Okay. So I'm assuming that's coming at the finale. Mm. And Vader comes up and he's like, Anakin. Yeah. Vader. I'm going to use it over the course of the episode, oh. not just at the end. My, like, like little tiny moments. Yeah. Like, not fully use it. Like, as to, like, like a quick to, like, block or something, like to save someone. To block, save someone or to like open a door or something. Or yeah. Cut open a door. Like, classic. Like at the end. Oh, mm. you mean the uh, Disney Plus logo with the fucking yeah. lightsaber going across it? Yeah, I mean, whoever's doing that needs a fucking raise. <laughs> Moon Knight. Bonk. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Bonk. 
Whoever's fucking making these intros mm. needs a fucking pat on the back because you're fucking doing a good job. They know what they're doing. They that fucking way. know what they're doing. I mean, roll on the end of fucking May. I'm going to say March again. <laughs> end of May when this comes out. I feel like they missed an opportunity though of not putting mm. it on May the 4th. They should have. What day is May the 4th land on? Let's have a look at my calendar on here. On May the 4th. Uh, May the 4th lands on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Are you kidding me? They released TV shows on Wednesdays for Disney+. Plus. Mm. Are you kidding me that they waited? What is? I think it's the 25th this comes out. It's like, what? I bet you they actually wanted it to be on the 4th. But I'm guessing it's a kind of schedule problem. They couldn't. See, I, feel like I think they leave like little, a couple of weeks gap between the end of shows. Mm-hmm. I think Moon Knight ends around that point. Yeah. So they're probably leaving the gap. But I mean... They've missed a fucking opportunity, haven't they, there? It would have been perfect. That would have been, like, so fucking spot on. Mm-hmm. Th- knowing them, they'll probably fucking throw a trailer out on May the 4th. But that's what they'll probably do, to make yeah. up for the fact that they could have easily released this show on an actual fucking Star Wars-related date. They'll probably go, yeah, we missed the opportunity. Fuck it, put a trailer out. Come on, put a trailer out. Put in, like a, a the, new trailer with different content. Yeah, the, the last trailer. And let's mm. just plug a Duel of Fates the entire time. <laughs> but I mean, this, I'm just re- I'm just really looking forward to see how this, they handle this because Disney Plus mm-hmm. have done a really good job in handling TV show versions. Oh my god, yeah. Obviously, no, I'm not obviously referring to like Marvel and obviously other shows. But they shows are definitely doing. up there. But I mean, if you look at Star Wars, Star mm-hmm. Wars has struggled with its like its movies as of late. Mm. Obviously, they had the original trilogy, which was really great. They had a prequel trilogy, which is a mixed bag. Then they had this. Disney universe of sequel entries and prequels mm-hmm. and that and they've been a mixed bag as well because Force Awakens good film Definitely. good nostalgic drawback mm. Last Jedi mixed bag of a film it had some elements of a call but there's a yeah. lot of elements in it it's just like mm. Rise of Skywalker the exact same scenario as Last Jedi mm-hmm. some elements of it are cool other elements are a bit shit and they've clearly stolen the yeah. fight from uh, Avengers Endgame this was ships Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have obviously entries like Solo which I thought was actually surprisingly decent mm. I actually really enjoyed Solo and then you have Rogue One which mm-hmm. I fucking love I love Rogue One I thought that one was good it's probably one, it's probably one of the best entries since the original trilogy mm. uh, it's definitely up there with uh, Empire for me Rogue One is it's so fucking good which is why it's getting a prequel series and mm. uh, all later this year which has already got a second series <laughs> so Obviously, then Disney obviously handle TV shows. They've obviously mm. got Mandalorian, Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. Though Book of Boba Fett was a bit of a mixed bag, mm. it still had a lot of really cool, cool elements that were better than the films. Yeah. But Mandalorian is like <clears throat> Disney Plus's magnum opus. It is their greatest oh my God, yes, show man. they've got on there. Mm. I mean, I've got some. You can't see them, but I've got so many Grogu's lying <laughs> around the room. It's ridiculous. Yeah, where's Rogu? <laughs> <laughs> He's hiding currently behind uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, but it was such a great show and that showed why Disney should invest more in the, mm. t- the TV side of Star Wars because they can do a lot more and I'm I'm kind of hoping that everyone does get a second mm-hmm. series I know it's a limited series mm. but it'd be cool if they did a follow up or brought him in somewhere else within the timeline because yeah. I mean you've got Hugh McGregor you're not going to fucking waste him I mean, DC fucking wasted him in Black Mask put him in one film killed him Bish Bash Bosh is gone mm. but he's got so much Good like energy Sto- beaming and, off and him. Stories as well, like they can do some of the Clone Wars like style stories, like the whole Darth Maul, like whole. They've got their own like 
vendetric like he's got a whole vendetta against him and there's all part of the stories that we know in Clone Wars would be nice to see in live action yeah so no they de- different I know they dealt maybe. with it in Rebels when he was older yeah so it'd be nice to see that as a live action point of view mm-hmm. but it would also be pretty cool I feel like if they did like a some flashbacks within Ahsoka maybe with them yeah. talking so obviously Anakin trained Ahsoka mm-hmm. so obviously it makes sense Anakin cameoing in that show in like flashbacks but it will also make sense for Obi-Wan maybe to cameo at some point like Demeter because obviously that just makes sense because mm, obviously they all three of them know each other yeah they've all spent time with each other during the Clone Wars obviously they're gonna have some connection but it would be nice to see definitely at end of the day don't fucking underuse you McGregor bring mm. him back more we want more Obi-Wan Kenobi because that true. trailer mm. makes me want more Obi-Wan fucking Kenobi. And I think it like, benefits from being a, a series. Yeah. Having like episodes, and episodes you can tell a longer story, which more detailed. But I think a film probably would have butchered it a bit, I think. Yeah, I feel like a film definitely would have butchered it. So I think I had this argument with someone recently mm-hmm. uh, and talking about Mandalorian when that eventually ends. Mm-hmm. I said it would be cool if that ended on a film. They built up all this story within the yeah. show and then ended on a big film, like a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour mm. movie to finish Which off the story. Which is just a really want long episode. Yeah, basically. I said that I said that would be pretty cool, and obviously mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, I agree with that. It's like a really cool idea that they end on that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, everyone... A bit like with Hawkeye of Marvel, that, yeah, could have worked as a film, but it worked better as a series because they're able to drag out the chemistry more. They're able to drag yeah. out uh, the build-up to the villain reveal, mm. able to build up, obviously, Kate as a character across six episodes mm-hmm. rather than just go okay you've got two hour movie go build your character it works better which is why i like that disney are investing more in the tv show aspect of things as mm-hmm. well as their movies they're putting as much money into the shows as they are with the movies which is obviously why we get in two series of andor which is a prequel to rogue one mm-hmm. um obviously get another mandalorian series um Oh, obviously Ahsoka's getting us obviously mm-hmm. her show. I think there's one more. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Obviously, they're putting that much effort into the, sh- the show aspect while also still doing the movies because obviously uh, Taika Waititi's got a film that he's meant to be doing. Um, what's her name? The one who uh, directed Wonder Woman. Oh. Patty Jenkins. Mm-hmm. That's it. I actually remember the name for a change. Uh, <laughs> she's obviously doing a, a film. I mean, she dropped out of doing uh, the Cleopatra movie with Gal Gadot to work mm-hmm. on uh, obviously, Wonder Woman 3 and Squadrons, which is obviously based on obviously the X-Wing pilots. Mm. And obviously, uh, fucking Kevin Feige is producing a film. So there's a lot, they're still heavily working on the movies, but they're building up the hype with the TV shows, I think. Mm. Which is obviously the same because with Marvel, obviously, in between their movies, they're putting out TV shows. So obviously, this year, what, we've still got Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and Thor to come. Yeah. But between all that, we're getting Moon Knight. Miss Marvel and She-Hulk, and maybe even What If Series 2. So they're building mm. up all these other characters that, yes, could get films, but it's better for them to have the TV show to drag yeah. them out a bit more, to get the audience the, a bit the more groundwork. It helps used to create them. the groundwork for the, the character. When they actually use them in the films, it doesn't feel as shoehorned in as it, like in Iron Man 2, and just shove a widow in, or in the should Hawkeye in 4. There weren't there wasn't much ground at work for them yeah because it's like who the mm. fuck is this character what's this character yeah here? same goes with uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver and Age of Ultron yeah there's room in there they're trying to explain something about him he's like mm. yeah what am I knowing about his characters though people only really loved Wanda 
like during one division. So it's more of like that they need some a groundwork, and this is what's good for these like Miss Marvel and stuff. Like, it has that groundwork because they're not as big that. as characters like Iron Man, Hulk, yeah, for Captain America, characters that can instantly get introduced like, in a movie. And Ghost like, Rider, you can just trip Ghost Rider, and you like you know everyone knows who the fuck that is. You set a house on fire again, have you? Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree with that. You can mm. throw him in anyway, and everyone knows. But Moon Knight is not yeah. a well-known name as. Mm-hmm. Ghost Rider, because obviously Ghost Rider had the Nicolas Cage films behind him. So, Moon Knight's the uh, same with Ghost like Defenders and their shows mm-hmm. as well. It's there already. Like, the shows yeah. to build up that. Obviously, the same goes back with obviously uh, Star Wars. Obviously, yeah, Ahsoka mm-hmm. could. Yeah, she's been built up in the Clone Wars and whatnot over all these years. So, yeah, she could easily be thrown into her own movie. Yeah. Bish, bash, bosh. But it's good that she's getting the TV show to build the character up a bit more mm-hmm. for people who haven't seen the animated shows. Build her up, and obviously Obi Wan. Yeah, his character's been built mm-hmm. up across obviously three movies, four if you can't obviously New Hope. So you just got it's just starting in there filling gaps, mm-hmm. which is obviously what this show is going to do, and it just looks really fucking good. Hundred percent looks good. Definitely, I cannot wait to watch it. I cannot wait either. It's going to be so fucking just good. For you, just for you and Greg, Gregor, he's yeah. like the only reason why I want exactly, to watch it. But... Exactly, that and John Williams score. Those are two things I want to mm-hmm. see about it. Uh, it is. I can't wait. More content for him is the best. Yeah, more definitely, content. definitely. Uh, okay, so we're gonna quickly pause, time out. Yeah. Uh, I'll check. beat him up. Yeah, I'm gonna come back with like a bloody die <laughs> and everything, uh, and then we're gonna check out the Miss Marvel trailer and talk about that. So mm-hmm. uh, give us five minutes. Pause. <laughs> okay, we're back. Uh, yeah. We just watched the Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Marvel Studios, Miss uh, Marvel official trailer, Disney Plus, that specific one. Fourteen million views three days ago. And so it's quite, it's quite decent, <laughs> to be fair. Mm. I mean, it's obviously not the, probably their biggest number of views for like a TV show, but for a character that's not as big as the ones they've done so far. Yeah, that's a decent amount in three days, personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, compare it to like the Moon Knight one. And so that's a that's just a little teaser one that is. Mm, but still, I mean, let's have, let's have a look at the actual. Uh, Official Moonlight one, which is down here, thirty million. And that was so, in two months, though. Yeah. So that's that's so not bad for three days. Almost half. It's pretty good. It's not bad for three days, but I mean, obviously, when I'm watching the trailer, I get a lot of mm-hmm. in, in Spider Verse vibes, especially the Definitely. start it's with the, the comic. Yes. The dream se- sequence, even though it's that's not part of. I'm assuming there's something else going to be there within the actual episode, not Marvel Studios. Oh yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> that'd be a bit I weird. I could imagine that being in the intro. I can imagine that being the intro, like it's Jellicke and um, in Homecoming, where it starts off. Oh yeah. I can see it start off with just her in school, and then going into that. So there's a lot of Into the Spider-Verse vibe. For the first, like, mm. say 30 seconds of the trailer, when it's obviously showing her, like, in a sort of, like a, not therapy, like a fucking... Counselling. Counselling, that's the mm. word, is that, not therapy. Might be therapy, you never know. Um, it's like but, a school council. Yeah, school mm. council, that's the word. American. Yeah, my mind was couldn't think of the fucking word. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was, it's obviously, you get a lot of vibes from that from the get-go. And obviously you got that, uh, I think the perfect choice of music in the background, the blinded Definitely. by the light. Because mm. I mean, there's even when it's, it even says blinded by the light, it's a scene when she's actually blocking light from her yeah. eyes, which is pretty cool. Because all the powers now is more about like, Lights. more light based than so, obviously that's something you mentioned before and mm-hmm. obviously that's where it drew a lot of criticism when during production is the fact that she's no longer inhuman she's no longer stretches like the inhuman version which yeah. you saw in 
uh, the really bad Avengers game mm-hmm. um, or the animated Avengers Assemble show or that or in the comics I mean, comics or that mm-hmm. uh, secret so, well that yeah, animated film I did that's weird like set, technically set in the same universe is weird yeah um, but yeah they fucking obviously that's that whole criticism is the fact they changed that to just the light based things but mm-hmm. me personally I think it works yeah it would have been cool to see yeah. the human version but now she actually officially there's a reason why she is not just like a fangirl thing of her being called Miss Marvel because yeah. she has similar powers in terms of she's cosmic-ish mm, like her, her and Monica yeah so it actually fits, especially since this is building up to the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the next Captain Marvel movie, which is out next year, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. They, it's not going to look odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, it, in the comics, it looks yeah. like that anyway. But it won't look as odd because all three mm-hmm. of them have got cosmic-based abilities. And it gives her a connection. They're all different colours as well. But it, yeah. gives her, it gives her more, her connection to them more than just she's obsessed with Captain Marvel. Exactly. So well, there is that aspect to this. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first you she's remember, wearing the co- she's wearing like costume. a t- wearing the costume, obviously, and she's got a t-shirt of obviously free uh, the wasp. Um, it's wasp. Is it Valkyrie? I think so. Yeah. There's obviously three of them on a shirt, mm. and obviously they're like, oh, you got another, another uh, Avengers shirt. <laughs> that bit's confusing. Though. Why is Valkyrie wearing the uh, Ragnarok outfit, not the white one? Because <laughs> I remember it being dark. Depends where this is going to be set exactly, though, really, because... They want no Ragnarok. Good point, good point, good point. Because that's on Asgard. Unless 4 come back and started selling uh, the (laughs) the rights to the images. I can imagine that. (laughs) Especially Bro 4. Bro 4, I reckon he spent his entire time, it's like... That's how how he funded his booze addiction (laughs) in Endgame, is the fact... And he's obviously his his subscription to the internet, so he can fucking uh, me connect and play Mm. Fortnite. It was just so... uh, he just sold the rights to the t-shirts. That's his t-shirt. He's made it. He's got like his signature on the inside saying bro four. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't put it past him. I would not put it past him. But I mean, obviously it, it, it's pretty cool. Cause obviously it's, mm. it's a coming of age story. Yeah. Uh, which obviously is very similar to obviously with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously I don't think any other Marvel ones have done this coming of age one yet. Have they? Not really. No, there's, Spider-Man did, but at the end of the yeah. day, we've seen Spider-Man live action before, so we've already ha- always had these yeah. stories, but this is, obviously, that was their first full-on coming-of-age story, mm-hmm. since he's meant to be a lot younger, and dealing with a lot more, like, actual youth stuff, rather mm-hmm. than, like, Tom McGuire, which is dealing with being, like, a pizza delivery guy, yeah, like, stuff like that, whereas this is, obviously, going to be dealing with a lot more of her growing up, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, dealing with, obviously, religion, obviously, her family, mm-hmm. and, obviously, just outside sources that are coming to get her, basically, mm-hmm. which is going to be pretty cool. There's definitely like a whole bit of like her dreaming of this random guy. She's like seen like she's very like seems to be quite obsessed with that person. So it, again, it's like it adds all about that side of her as well, and it's all about that. It's obviously it's basically it's like Spider Man's story, but it's the female version it's from yeah. her perspective, and it's different from her, with her culture stuff. And I quite like how they're doing it so far and the fact that they actually acknowledge that yeah she's got a different religion than most of other heroes but they haven't like just hid it away yeah right showed it and acknowledged it so that's something that uh, hasn't really been approached it in terms of marvel mm. uh their obviously mcu movies have not yeah. really approached religious aspects mm. and obviously this character is probably one of the biggest ones for having a lot of focus yeah. heavily on the religious aspects uh so it's really cool that they've actually acknowledged 
mm-hmm. this part of her life. And obviously that builds up into the coming of age story of her building up to be mm-hmm. a superhero, to be Miss Marvel. Yeah. Ready for her meeting with Carol and Monica for the Marvels. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to be pretty cool. And I do like the fact that the last shot gives us like a sort of hint at the actual comic accurate. Yes. Outfit with obviously the blue obviously shirt, Her actual outfit, and obviously the uh, scarf floating mm-hmm. as they obviously mimicking the comic poster of her sitting mm-hmm. on a lamp, uh, obviously the top of a lamppost. Yeah. So obviously they don't show you the uh, the suits like they did with uh, Moon Knight where they gave you the the suit look. Mm-hmm. They just hinted at it from the behind yeah. obviously the behind shot, which is a good way of hyping up. Oh, cool! I want to actually see how this is going to mm-hmm. look when she's. Like, I mean, the... obviously you've seen obviously mm-hmm. leaked images online of sets oh, yeah. and obviously we've, in the suit. We've not, actually we've, not we've seen like the on-screen version because mm-hmm. obviously the set versions the on-screen version are two different things because mm-hmm. there's obviously CGI aspects they always add to it to yeah. make it look a lot different so it's going to be cool when they actually do reveal more than likely in the next trailer mm-hmm. a full shot of her in the suit which is going to be pretty cool definitely I mean I like as well how it shows for most of the, the like series she's going to be wearing a cosplay version of uh, Carol's like costume and it helps with the whole fangirl aspect yeah. But it's also a nice little connection because, like, well, she needs kind of some kind of suit to wear. But we don't want to get go straight into she gets the comic yeah. one. Let's do what they're doing, like, the comics and have her look like Carol the clothes. Because they can't have her, like, shapeshift like she can in the comics. Yeah. So the way they get around that is having to wear the costume. Remember, she goes around, like, Shapeshift as Carol. Yeah. To try and feel like, oh, I'm like Captain Marvel now. Mm, that's a way of doing that. That's quite cool. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something that's intriguing. Because mm-hmm. obviously when... I mean, I, I played as a character in the, obviously the Avengers game. Mm-hmm. And obviously that does a bit of storytelling for her. And obviously we've seen her in obviously a lot of animated shows and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it, it is pretty cool to actually get another new character introduced. And again, this brings us back to what we were talking about earlier on when they're saying that, yeah, she could get... It could do, do like a... Miss Marvel movie, mm. but it's going to work better as a TV show because they can build up her character a lot more, an actual coming of age story, mm-hmm. to then build her up into the movie uh, rather than just straight up get a movie. Yeah. Because I feel like a TV show is probably going to be more of a hit than the film. Mm-hmm. Because, especially for new characters, I feel like ones that aren't, yeah, she's a big character, but ones that aren't like household names, yeah. I think they work better as a TV adaption rather mm. than a movie adaption. And then, yeah, maybe down the line, she get a movie, down the line, mm-hmm. or like, might even get another series down the line. But I feel like the, it's definitely a good idea as an origin for a non-household name mm. to be a, obviously, series. Because it could be that, obviously, you'd be sitting there, I don't know, you know, sitting there, TV remote in hand, blah, blah, blah. So oh, new, new, mm. new Marvel series? No, I'll have a watch of that. Whereas, if it's in cinema, it's just the idea of, can I be asked to actually go there and watch yeah. it? Whereas this is at the palm of your hand, you're like, oh, I'll give the first episode of mm. watching you watching like that's the thing. Oh, it's pretty cool. They can watch the first episode and be like, hmm, I didn't really like that. I'll go off. I really like that. I'll continue tomorrow. I haven't got time to watch all of them yet. I mean, like with a so series, it depends it, where you wa- are you gonna watch to it because obviously, Marvel tend to usually throw at least two episodes at once, mm. and then you got the two episodes to sort of build your Pamina. One division did. Mm. I don't think Falcon and the Soldier did. I think that did one. Because they're obviously long episodes. Yes. Hawkeye definitely did two. Mm-hmm. And Loki did one, didn't it? One. Yeah, they, they, I think Moon Knight, as far as I'm aware, is one episode. Might be mm-hmm. two. Uh, 
but I don't know about this. I'm, I'm assuming maybe. It, I feel like it just depends on the first episode. If, yeah. if the first episode ends in a way that's that can have a second one, mm-hmm. I feel like WandaVision needed the two episodes since the first one's so drastically different to what and the show is. And also, the show itself is the first. Whereas, obviously, Hawkeye mm-hmm. is more the fact that uh, they don't really interact till episode mm-hmm. two, so it's the idea of, yeah, mm-hmm. just put it out there so they can actually interact. But uh, it depends how this one works properly. Mm. But it's going to be interesting because obviously this is something that at first was meant to be last year. I think it was meant to come mm. last year, but then obviously then got delayed. Hawkeye was obviously the Christmas slot, and this is then got pushed to obviously uh, June the eighth now. Because mm. as far as I was aware, as well, this was going to be the end of the year's one. Mm. Uh, as, as far as I was aware, She Hulk was going to be first, but obviously they switched it around and give Miss Marvel the first slot, mm. and then She Hulk's going for the second one. So that's a bit of an interesting switch there but because obviously i feel like it would have made sense miss marvel being the last one just for the fact that it's going to build into the captain marvel film yeah because then it's the idea of oh it's we just watched finish watching this captain marvel's like right here i think that's like, mm-hmm. like in february next year or something stupid like that so it would have been the idea of like maybe it's like having an end of the year run mm-hmm. finishes in january it's a couple of weeks till captain marvel shit i need to see what's going to happen next mm. But it just depends how they actually work in She-Hulk, if there's anything that requires it to be where it needs to be in the year. Yeah, like, something to do with, um, obviously, Banner and stuff, maybe, like... Let's mm. mm. wait and see what I'm with that one. We I shall. mean, it is it is cool that we're getting, obviously, this one first. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's going to be completely different to how She-Hulk is, because that's, like, 30-minute episodes, I think that yeah. is. But they're actually more episodes. It's, like, 10 episodes or something like mm. that. It's probably one of like, the longest ones, because... It's more of like a, it's more of a comedy, I think, from what I've read. It's obviously, mm. this one's going to, as I say, it's more of a coming of age story. Which, you know, it's like a big thing with a lot of Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Disney's like go-to, like storytelling is coming Pretty of much, age stories. Yeah. You know, Inside Out, Turning Red. I mean, all the Disney Channel like plus movies are literally coming of age stories. Exactly. All of it's them. Like their big like, thing, and obviously this stuff's... Technically speaking, if Spider-Man is technically Sony's, this is Marvel's, like Disney's, yeah. Disney Marvel's first attempt at it. Because mm. obviously Sony was you know, half in on that one, so you can't really say that as a yeah. full Disney Marvel one. Whereas this is a full Disney Marvel mm. coming-of-age story. And I'm I'm interested to see how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many episodes it is, though. I don't know if it's six, because I'm assuming it'll be six, because most so far have been about six Mm-hmm. Apart from obviously uh, One Division, which needed the first two episodes to stick around a bit. Yeah. And obviously, uh, She Hulk, it's the exact same with that. It's obviously going to be a longer mm-hmm. series. But their main, obviously, story driven ones, without the, the dicking around and whatnot, mm-hmm. they're usually six episodes. So I'm assuming this is going to be the same. It might have a bit more because of being like, like I said, because of the whole kid side of it as well. There might be a few more, like, like I said, dicking around episodes more funner episodes out of the more drama and so i reckon the first mm. few are going to be a bit more obviously dicking around with a mix of yeah. drama in there so it's going to be the balance between mm. the laughing and the actual seriousness yeah. and then obviously the back end of the show is going to be more when she's fully a hero yeah dealing with that. the villain mm-hmm. or villains because obviously there's a shot where like some cars pull up and mm. the people are getting in and you're like they're clearly the villains of this. Oh, definitely. You know I mean, who pulls up in like a, uh, obviously black SUVs and just climbs out? I mean, that those that that shot. Well, it is America. Well, it is America. <laughs> it's just the shot though. So I've seen thief step out, and then obviously it all kicks off. Then 
That mm. shot there makes you go, like, I'm assuming these are the bad guys of the, mm. the, the show, the villains. So it, it, I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how this does. Because obviously this is obviously their way of building, like I say, building up to Captain Marvel 2. Mm-hmm. So if this fucks up, then it's going to have a big fucking effect on Captain yeah. Marvel 2. Because if this really badly fucks up, it's going to be like... Because obviously Captain Marvel 1, the first one, uh, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't as big as a fan because I thought the villain aspect was really bad. I didn't mm-hmm. like the villains. Uh, but it was still a really fun movie, thanks to Sam Jackson. Yeah. Um, so if, if people go into that with that mindset of oh, what I've got, and then this fucks mm-hmm. up really badly, then it's going to really have a massive effect on Captain mm-hmm. Marvel going... We've got higher hopes for it. I've got high hopes, yeah. definitely. I've definitely got high hopes. Cause, I mean, that trailer looked really, really fun. Yeah. What we've seen... Is really dramatic, and it, it definitely mm-hmm. drew me in. Obviously, we can't, I haven't seen anything on She-Hulk yet, so I can't really say, like, mm-hmm. comparison between the three Marvel shows at the moment. But, obviously, Moon Knight, which is literally around the corner, I'm definitely looking forward to the most, mm-hmm. just because Moon Knight's a cool character. And, it's just Marvel's Batman, really. And it's, it's pretty cool to see uh, Oscar Isaac hopefully redeem himself after the Poe fuck-up with uh, the oh, last yeah, uh, was... Star Wars movie. Mm. Plus, it's also going to be interesting, because Ethan Hawke's a villain in that show, and I love Ethan Hawke. So it's going to be pretty cool seeing him in that. Mm. But I love, obviously there's the whole Egyptian side to that, which is going to be pretty cool. But obviously this is... Red She-Hulk showing any sort of thing, apart yeah. from a little glimpse. This obviously is going I'm to be... I'm looking forward like... to She-Hulk as well, though, because of the actress. Yeah. She but was this... an orphan black, weren't she? Yeah, but this obviously is going to be mm. the second biggest one for me. Uh, but obviously, if they drop a She-Hulk track, I watch that and go, okay, no, I'm, I'm liking this more than this. But yeah. It, 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 I feel like what's going to be cool with this, compared to... Uh, say like She-Hulk is the fact that just like Moon Knight mm-hmm. there's not any one in it obviously um, Moon Knight has more of an element of not referencing Avengers and whatnot mm-hmm. whereas this obviously is fully referencing an Avenger yeah but uh, obviously She-Hulk's going to have Hulk in it and Abomination it's going to have well-known characters appear mm-hmm. but obviously this and Moon Knight aren't as far as I'm aware uh, unless Carol cameos at the Vulcan very enemy like hey like, mm-hmm. hey hey uh, Kamala you got something for me? Something <laughs> tells me she won't, she won't show up at the end, but she'll be like a little, like, at the end sequence. There'll be like her either, like, seeing on the news, like, there'll be something, like, you won't meet her, I don't think, but she'll, uh, at the end, know someone's. I could, like, a pull, um. What the f? <laughs> I could pull one of those moments, uh, from obviously Spider Man. Obviously, maybe she's like, stand outside, like, it feels like rumbling she's sounds. There, she's there, go, ah, and she looks around. And you see like, a, see like a light coming down from the sky, and she just goes, holy shit. <laughs> that would be like a really fun ending. That would be, I'd, I'd, be, I'd oh. be there fucking piss myself laughing if that was the Definitely. ending. Like, you don't fully see Carol. Yeah, you yeah. see the light. You haven't oh, actually got to see her. No, we even call her. You saw, you saw the light. So, and then next thing you see like another light appear, because obviously Monica, you see mm-hmm. both lights. She's like, holy shit. And then it just ends yeah. there. That would be quite a fun ending. Like, it, it it definitely feels like it's gonna be like a, a fun show. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's definitely gonna be like Hawkeye fun. Yeah. Because obviously, if you obviously One Division, yeah, had the fun early on, but it went really fucking dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was more dark than fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loki, yeah, it was a little bit fun here and there, but it was more bit more serious because obviously it was dealing with a lot more mm-hmm. a- uh, dark aspects. And then Hawkeye. Was a mixture of fun because of the fact that it's Hawkeye yeah. and Kate Bishop. Then it was dark because yeah, it mm-hmm. had a few dark elements. Obviously, 
Hawkeye dealing with obviously the loss of his yeah. hearing, obviously the loss of uh, Natasha, mm-hmm. uh, his family in danger. Mm. In fact, Kingpin is the villain of the show. Yeah. It was and dealing with those sort of aspects. But when you've but got Yelena, Kate, and Clint, yeah. you're going to get some comedy. It was definitely it definitely was the balance between comedy and mm-hmm. drama, which I feel like is what this is going to be like as well. Mm-hmm. It's definitely I feel like it might have a bit more comedy because it's a kid. It's a coming of age story, so it's going to yeah. definitely have that more comedy. But I feel like it's definitely mm-hmm. going to have the more darkness, but the fact that it's dealing with a lot more serious mm-hmm. subjects than what uh, Hawkeye was. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is going to be like more of both elements yeah. than Hawkeye. I so think- Hawkeye was a taste. Mm-hmm. Of what it's going to be, and I feel like this is going to be more both. It's going to mm-hmm. be like if if Hawkeye was the uh, the starter, this is the, the main course. Mm-hmm. How I see it's like the first like few episodes might might feel like a like a normal Disney like film, like they just they watch a Disney Channel Plus film. That like, wow, this is like a couple of a like, couple of elements maybe yeah, here and there, quite keenly, quite cool looking, and then it starts to become more adult and more like coming of age, fully, yeah. fully coming. To the sense of being a hero. I think the tone would shift as her... As it like, evolves, her, as yeah, the character evolves, evolves the character. throughout the tone. Mm. I, yeah, I feel, I feel like the, obviously they have the element of the darkness early on. Mm-hmm. Mixed in, because obviously, as you say, he's got to be dealing with, obviously, uh, the religious aspects. He's got to mm-hmm. be dealing with, obviously, her dealing with, obviously, school life. and that's parents gonna, as well. parents. So he's going to have that aspect early on, so the more serious aspect mm-hmm. on top of the goofy comedy. You know, Into the Spider-Verse, Bubbles in the Head, yeah. Devil Horns, stuff like that. Uh, and then, as you say, as it goes along for the episodes, it starts shifting more. The comedy becomes like any Marvel thing, a little mm. back burner. Yeah, it's still there quite a bit, but it's not there as much as most, like, say, comedies mm. would be. It's more of a serious nature. But I definitely agree that it's going to start yeah. shifting as it goes along into more of a serious show mm-hmm. with a bit of comedy sprinkled here and there, like Marvel in general. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely agree with that statement there. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. It's, it's definitely going to be something to watch. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we're, we're good on time, so we can. Uh, I feel like we've spoken enough. We, we gave both the twenty-minute mm-hmm. run, and uh, one, one question: Yeah. Which one are you preferring to watch more, Obi Wan Kenobi or Miss oh. Marvel? So I love this the look is, of this both. Is difficult. They both look really fucking good, and I do yeah. definitely want to see Kamala get her live-action incarnation, but. It's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. Cause, like, you McGregor, but I also, I've always liked the characters of, like, Captain yeah. Marvel and Miss Marvel and their, like, whole aspect. And it's it's difficult. So, I'm going to say both. To draw oh. from me. To draw from me. I'm chicking out. I'm you're chicking out. Yeah. You're chicking out. I'm not going to. I'm not chicking out. I'm saying Obi-Wan because <laughs> it's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's uh, it, it's a difficult one, especially when both look so good. I feel like the yeah. Miss Marvel trailer didn't look as good. Mm-hmm. Then it'd be the idea of, yeah, no, definitely Obi Wan because it definitely looks really good yeah. in the trailer. But for the fact that both look good, I agree it's difficult mm-hmm. it's to like, try and judge. I've always preferred Marvel to Star Wars, but the only good part that I loved to Star Wars was Obi Wan Kenobi. So yeah. That's why it's difficult. So I feel like for the fact that I obviously grew up a lot more with. So if, if you think about it, MCU versus Star Wars, the universe mm-hmm. Star Wars is always connected. I've always grew up more with Star Wars going mm-hmm. up for these until I got to my obviously school, obviously secondary school years when I became more Marvel for the fact yeah. that. Star Wars had basically hadn't been releasing anything. It was one more mm. Iron Man four and stuff. That era of me is fully Marvel. From that, from Iron Man like two thousand eight onwards, it's full Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas obviously from like 
early 2000s to like 2008 obviously up to that point mm-hmm. it was more Star Wars so obviously I grew up more with them plus uh, I know more people I was heavily into Star Wars so I've always got that constant yeah. like talking like back and forth back and forth as they work there's like this whole back and forth me and this guy obviously in the office together mm-hmm. and he loves Star Wars and we're always constantly talking Star Wars so I it is definitely a difficult one but if it wasn't for everyone looking so fucking good, mm-hmm. and the fact that uh, uh, Ewan McGregor's it wasn't in it, <laughs> then definitely Miss Marvel would definitely take the win there because it looked really fun with a trailer. Mm-hmm. But Ewan McGregor's fucking Obi Wan Kenobi. I've got to. Give, <laughs> I, I personally have to give it to Obi Wan just because it's it looks so good. Plus John Williams doing the fucking score. Of course, I have got to give it. The guy <laughs> did fucking Jaws. The guy did Jaws. Oh my God. I had to give like it. Planned it. I did. I've also got the animated, sort of, well, Japanese aspects. Oh my god, wow. Spoiler. <laughs> Not like we're going to record your show next. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, put uh, in the comments below your thoughts on both trailers, uh, mm-hmm. which one you're looking forward to the most. Uh, and just any comments that you want to talk about in terms of the trailers, yeah. like anything you spotted that we didn't spot and you want to point out, mm-hmm. go for it. Do you want to call him a knobhead? To go for it? Yeah. <laughs> I will. Yeah, bro, you just basically you did, so you know. Um, and yeah, obviously, uh, next week uh, Connor's back. Uh, mm. Don't know what topic we're doing then. Hopefully, it will not be another random episode. I'll actually try and think of a topic. So <laughs> there is that. Uh, I'll explain that to you in a second. Oh, um, but yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed, and uh, we'll see you on the next uh, episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>